0: just go to com. It's magical. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to a special episode of Harden My Take. I feel that this doesn't really need much of an introduction. Uh, we thought that we would be uh, riding solo tonight. I had the night off. And then I looked at Twitter. <laughs> Watched that press conference. Uh, we'll get to Michael Brown's recap in a bit. Um, but... Let's just go over these let's just go over these comments right now. Uh Mike, didn't think I'd see you until about Thursday, but uh good to see you. Good to hear from you. Hey, buddy. Um, but yeah, let's get right to it. Um so James Harden, this is his quote. I love this city. I've literally done everything I can. The situation is crazy. I don't think it can be fixed. Thanks.
1: He that was
0: the last sentence of his uh of his press conference tonight
1: initial thoughts he's quit he's a loser for saying that It's It's a loser definitely not good it's a loser quote though because look at the last
0: the wave the white flag quote
1: yeah but look at the last five games you haven't done everything that you can do you came in lazy fat and out of shape missed multiple you know days during training camp because you wanted to party in Atlanta and Las Vegas, you haven't done everything that you can do this year. You haven't given this roster a chance. You quit. You've quit the past five games.
0: To me, this looks like James pointing the finger and not realizing that the only person he can point the finger at is himself. He's always had someone that he can point the finger at, whether it's been Dwight Howard or whether it's been, someone else and now it's come to the point where he has no one to point the finger at but himself and unfortunately this is where we're at this is how you point the finger at yourself i don't think it can be fixed i've literally done everything i can and that's all
1: yeah it's (laughs) it's an unfortunate situation right now with james because what a real leader does is what John Wall has done game, the, the type of comments that he's had where he said, look, like, guy." sorry if I'm jumping ahead here. But, you know, he's come out and he said it's been nine games. Relax. And not everybody is buying into what, you know, the coaching staff wants to do. He's clearly pointing the, jam- the, point, the finger at James Harden. Good for John Wall. John Wall is not being a little bitch about the situation like James Harden is. It's what he's being.
0: Yeah, yeah, so here's here's word from John Wall, and I feel terrible that John Wall was put in this position, but I think he handled himself really okay. well. Uh, given that he didn't know about these comments until the reporters came at him with it, he says this: "When you have certain guys in the mix who don't want to buy in all as one, it's going to be hard to do anything special, to do anything good as a basketball team." And then he, but also, he's talking with. Uh, about James Harden and if he's given the team a chance this was obviously after he'd given these quotes he says he's going out there and competing that's one thing I can say he's playing and he's coming to practice every day so I mean what is it Mike is it is it that he is competing or is it that you know what what do you what do you think about what John Wall said right here
1: you're we're talking about James Harden right like distinctly
0: yeah, I mean, the, the question was if, James, if he feels that James has given a te- the team a chance to compete.
1: Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Look at James Harden's yesteryears, if you will. I mean, this dude drops 40 and 50 on teams like it's nothing. And all of a sudden, the past five games, he hasn't put up more than 25 points. James Harden is doing the absolute opposite of doing everything that he can to help this team win. When you don't take, you know, more than 20 shots in a game, which he hasn't done. When you don't do your best to get to the free throw line, which is what, you know, a big part of James Harden's game. James just quit on this team, this city, this franchise. Did you see the, the, what he was doing after the game on Sunday? Having dinner with LeBron James? Are you kidding me? What's, what's with that? It's bullshit. I don't, I don't agree with you, Mike. Please. I'm going to be honest. Well, I, I have a
0: very unique fine. take on this situation. And I think this is where we'll wrap it up after I give my take. Because I want there to be enough time for fans to listen to your recap of the game. And we'll obviously have more to say on this in the coming days when more of this develops. If you take the Rocket season so far, nine games. Take away those two games at Portland at Denver that you know, the Rockets were shorthanded with. And then you add, you know, the one game where James had a sprained ankle and sat out. So that's six games where James has had the full, the full team with him, right?
1: Okay. Okay.
0: Six games is not enough to, to make these kind of opinions. I've said this before and look, losing uh, like this to the Lakers, the team that beat you last year, is extremely frustrating on top of the fact that it's just a very frustrating position to be in right now. The NBA is hanging on by a thread in terms of all this COVID stuff. And in terms of just a whole bunch of things and losing doesn't make the situation any better. And now John Wall says about James Harden about his partnership. I think it's been a little Rocky. Can't lie about that. You add on the fact that the Rockets had a very limited post uh, training camp And they switched a huge pillar of their team by swapping out Westbrook for Wall. I can imagine why James Harden is defeated. And James, for the first time in a long time, gave us a very real answer. There was no crypticness behind it. And to be honest, I kind of, I don't mind that. As much as it hurts me to say, like, yes, you know, all of this isn't, look, the team is not good right now. I think that's safe to say, but I think it's still way too early to determine that. And I hope the thing is, we're having James 72 hours ago talking about how we just need more practice time. We just need more chemistry. We can be something really special. What's changed in the last 72 hours? You lost two games to the Lakers, the best team in
1: the league. No, you didn't lose to the Lakers. You got your ass kicked by the Lakers. it,
0: It shows where the Rockets are. The Rockets are nowhere near close to the Lakers, and that's okay but because James, because of james james uh, not because of james not just because of james mike that's no, that's ridiculous part of it it's not just because of james what no. about daniel house who hasn't who hasn't been playing who's hurt who's out with covid now what about um john wall and his partnership with james harden that that's rocky what about the fact that you know christian wood hasn't been fully healthy what about the fact that Ben McLemore is coming off of COVID. Like, there's it, it can't just be on James. And I think it's an easy cop out answer to say that this is all on James. It's an easy answer because yes, you look into the best player who has not put up as good of numbers. It James is also trying to adjust. Yes, James needs to buy in. Correct. But if James buys in, do you think the Rockets beat the Lakers both of these games? No. It's not just that. And I think James is putting that on himself. And he in the 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 reporters, the great Houston media, who's done a great job on this whole situation, caught him at a moment of weakness. And he was in front of a mic, and he got to say what was on his mind. And we finally got some realness out of James Harden. And that, to me, is, is good. It's, it's We're finally addressing the issues. There's no more elephant in the room. And whether this leads to a trade— I don't think it's going to, I, to be honest, we'll see what happens. If James needs to walk away from the team, so be it. If, you know, at least we're going to get somewhere after this. I think that this is turning the page and whether it turns a page to finally letting James Harden go or finally, you know, putting things in the past. Look, the Rockets have had a very difficult schedule to start the year. San Antonio on Thursday is going to be an easier game than what we've seen. And yes, it's going to be challenging considering what is on this team right now in this very public drudging of each other. But I think that John Wall's professionalism and the way he's handling the situation, he's probably pissed off at James. Deservedly so. But now I think we can finally, you have to hit rock bottom before you move your way up. And if this is rock bottom at three and six, I'm okay with that because that is way better than what rock bottom could be for a couple other teams. Now, look, if this losing streak that's what right now at two games turns into five, six, seven against teams of far inferior competition. Look, the Lakers are the best team in the league right now and the Rockets lost to them. And yes, they lost to them horribly. But if, that, if this doesn't wake this team up, nothing. So I'm hoping this is finally what will wake this team up out of their early season slumber, which is totally normal. Like it's it's not like this is totally out of left field. I'm not surprised that the team is three and six out of nine games.
1: Are you surprised, Mike? Like, well, I mean, I'm I'm surprised. I'm surprised. I'm, surprised. I'm not putting the last two games squarely on James Harden, but I'm putting a brunt of it on him. He doesn't that, care. That's fair. that's fair. Yeah, look at his demeanor. Look at the way he's playing basketball right now. He doesn't care. And I'm going to tell you this. I, I'm going I'm to double down on what I said earlier. Who is the greatest competitor? Who is the greatest competitor as a Rocket you can remember? Not greatest player. I'm saying greatest competitor. To me, there's, one, one, there's two guys that come to mind. Okay. Vernon Maxwell, and Mario Eli. Mm-hmm. Do you think that either one of those guys would be seen fraternizing openly with players of another team the night after getting their ass kicked?
0: No, but I think more importantly, they wouldn't have said what James said. And I think that's oh. going to create the next chapter of this very uh, annoying saga.
1: I mean, right now, I'd rather James not play to be honest with you. Because he think
0: he won't. That's something that we're going to have to see in the coming days. Right. obviously, it would hate I would hate to see this this end this way. Bention. It seemed like it seemed like the last couple of days we were approaching some kind of breakthrough, but it, it looks that we're back at square one. and we'll see tomorrow and you know Wednesday, Thursday as to what this will actually Reveal about the Rockets. I'm sure more is to come, but I think this is a good place to, uh, to Chinese fire drill this, uh, rocket ship for now. I'm going to sign off, but I'm going to toss it over to Mike now, uh, who's got the full game recap of the Rockets, uh, loss to the Lakers tonight.
1: So, uh, here it is. I am flying solo tonight on tonight's game recap, uh, here for game number nine for the Rockets on the 2020-2021 season. Uh, I'm not going to beat around the bush. The Rockets did not play in a game tonight. They participated in an ass-kicking by the Los Angeles Lakers tonight. Uh, There's going to be no fun in games on this recap show. We're going to go over a little bit of the box score. uh, Looking forward to the next game. But I've got a lot of thoughts on some of the effort uh, that I have seen tonight from multiple Rockets. James Harden, Eric Gordon, P.J. Tucker – uh, among them, but not limited to them. So let's get right into it. The Rockets lose tonight 117 to 100. Uh, that score makes the game seem a lot closer than it actually was. Uh, once again, this was an ass kicking by the Lakers. For the second game in a row, the, the Rockets lost the game before they even stepped on the court. Uh, the Rockets were outscored 35 to 14 in the first quarter, uh, which is unacceptable. Uh, It it downright is unacceptable for the Rockets to – I don't care if they're playing the Lakers or the Harlem Globetrotters. I mean, they just got manhandled in the first quarter. And when you start off the game in the first quarter with a 21-point deficit, it's going to be difficult to come back from that. The Rockets were only outscored 36 to 34 in the second quarter, uh, putting them down by 23 points. Uh, At half, they lost the third quarter, 26 to 23, and then they won the fourth quarter by nine, uh, 117 to 100. 19 points, 10 rebounds on seven of eight from the field for Anthony Davis, 26 points, eight rebounds, five assists for one LeBron James, 14 points for Dennis Schroeder, 14 points for Contavious Caldwell Pope, 11 points for Kuzma, and 14 points for Montrezl Harrell. Uh, it's as true tonight as it was the other night that the the stars are going to get theirs. And you know, between Anthony Davis and LeBron James, they had 45 points. But when you give up double digits to four other Lakers, it's nearly impossible to beat them. Uh, the Houston Rockets. Oh, here's a shock: PJ Tucker uh, zero points again on only one attempt from the field, and only had one rebound. Uh, he's showing that even the $8 million that he's making for this season is dramatically too much because he looks to be broken on the offensive and defensive end. Uh, Christian Wood, 18 points and eight rebounds, uh, but was a minus 23 on the court. Uh, that's, I point that out. It's not the end-all be-all because when you get your ass kicked by the Lakers for the second night, Uh, In a row, or I should say the second game in a row, all the plus minuses are going to look skewed. Uh, John Wall, 10 points, five assists, not a spectacular game for him. When you trade Russell Westbrook, who, let's be honest with ourselves, was playing at an MVP level uh, last year for John Wall, and he's putting up, you know, a game like this against the best team in the league, it's not great. It's, you know, I get it, John Wall. And his Wizards are not playing great this season. Uh, But when James Harden, we're going to get to him in a minute, is playing the way he's played over the past five games, it's going to be hard to win if John Wall is not putting up 25 to 30 points a night. Uh, Let's get to James Harden. 31 minutes, 5 of 16 from the field, 1 of 6 from the three-point line, 5 of 5 from the free-throw line. He did have seven rebounds and six assists. Uh, James Harden looks to be there, but not really be there right now. Uh, I don't know what's going on in his personal life. I did see multiple tweets after the game on Sunday that he hosted a dinner uh, where LeBron James was. I believe a few other uh, individuals were there. Uh, That's not a great look for James Harden when his team is, at the time, three and five and just got his ass kicked by the Lakers. I keep saying getting their ass kicked because I'm pissed. I'm frustrated. I'm angry at the, the, the level of play by this Rockets team right now is completely unacceptable. The only win they've had in the past three games was against, you know, an Orlando Magic team that wouldn't be able to play with some high school teams. I mean, the team was that bad. So I don't even count that game for the Rockets. Uh, if You want me to be honest with you? James Harden over the past five games averaging 17.8 points on 39.7% shooting. from the three-point line. He is averaging 11 assists, but he's only getting the line less than five times per game. Averaging 4.8 free throws per game over the past five games. If James Harden listens to the show, which I hope he does, uh, dude, what the hell is going on with you, man? I just don't get it. You know, I I get, you know, potentially that, you know, you still want to be traded. Uh, There's no doubt that you probably feel that way. But – if you're going to play the way you've played, especially against the Lakers, then I'd rather you just sit on the bench. Because right now, when you're in the game, there's no flow to the game. The Rockets look so totally lost offensively, it's scary. It really is. Because all it is, is iso ball with Wall or Harden, make a move to the bucket, kick it out to a three-point shooter. And if that shooter's name is not Ben McLemore at this point, there's a very low percentage chance that that shot is going to go in. You know, Christian Wood getting his touches. He's, you know, putting up points. I, I have no, I have no, no uh, issues with the way Christian Wood is playing right now. But when you're going up against Anthony Davis, he's going to have to bring his game up to a different level. Uh, there's, there's no, you know, two ways about it. Uh, David Nwaba, 10 minutes in the starting lineup tonight, didn't even put up a shot. I mean th- – The Rockets miss Daniel House. I I think it needs to be prefaced that Daniel House has missed over the past few games. They they miss his length. They miss his defense. They miss his rebounding ability. Uh, So whatever's going on within missing, you know, games due to the health and safety protocols, he needs to get his butt back into, you know, playing games for the Rockets again. Because without him, they're extremely limited on what they have on the wing, on the roster right now. Uh, Eric Gordon, 5 of 10 from the field. He was 3 of 8 from the three-point line, 13 points. No problem with the way he's playing. I don't understand why it took nearly a quarter – it took a little bit more than a quarter for Ben McLemore to get into the game. That, that's an interesting roster or rotation decision by Coach Steven Silas. Ben McLemore is the one guy that when he gets the ball and he's putting up shots, they have a decent shot at going in. Why did he not play all of the first quarter? That's, you know, people may look at that and say, well, he's not great defensively. Well, this team sucks defensively right now. So why not at least put Ben McLemore in the game to give the Rockets, you know, a piece on the three-point line that can hit some shots. So Ben McLemore had 11 points tonight. When he was on the court, the Rockets were a plus 12. Now, a majority of those 17 minutes did come in garbage time at the end, but he was in the game in the second quarter, for at least a small stretch, the Rockets need to look at getting him into the game much, much earlier. Um, so there is that. The Rockets dropped to 3-6 and six on the season. You know, a two-game losing streak. There's nothing wrong with losing, you know, back-to-back games to the Los Angeles Lakers, the defending NBA champions. I'm not upset about the fact that they lost. I'm upset at how they lost the games. They weren't even in the games. It wasn't even competitive. This was David versus Goliath, but in bizarro world where, you know, David doesn't win, Goliath destroys David. That's what it feels like watching this Rockets team right now. The only guys that honestly look like they give a crap on the court right now are John Wall at points, DeMarcus Cousins, and and Jay Tay. Those are the only three guys that look like they actually – care and are playing at a decently high level. DeMarcus Cousins got, you know, that's not to say that David Nawaba doesn't care. I just think David Nawaba is really limited on what he can do, you know, while he's on the court. He tries hard defensively. David Nawaba right now is playing like a guy like Corey Brewer used to play for the Rockets. He's giving good effort, but he's, he's not really impacting the game at a high level. You know, Sterling Brown, who started off the season through the first three or four games, was a top five three-point shooter uh, in the entire league. Tonight, he was 0 of 3 from the three-point line. You know, the Rockets tonight only shot 43 pointers. Uh, I know I say only 40, but for a team last season that was throwing up, you know, 55, 63s, 40 is is a really low number. And of those 40, you know, Ben McLemore was 3 of 6. The Rockets have to find a way to get Ben McLemore on the court early, earlier, I should say, and that's – you know, that's my, my dude's, you know, Jeremy Brenner's guy. You know, Ben McLemore playing really well right now. Silas needs to get him into the game earlier. Uh, look, in my opinion, the Los Angeles Lakers are the best team in the league. Bar none, right now, top to bottom, that Lakers team is absolutely loaded and props to them for the ass-kicking that they just gave our Houston Rockets over the past two games. There's no, you know, way around it. But the way I'm feeling right now is if James Harden's going to be playing the way he's playing, the Rockets need to trade him. The Rockets need to go ahead and move on because Silas looks to be tired of the way this team is playing right now. And it might just be time – and I hate to say this because I don't want to trade James Harden. When you trade James Harden, no matter what the return is, this team takes a step back more than likely. The Rockets are in desperate need of another big guy. They have to go sign a big man. I'll continue to say it until hopefully somebody from the Rockets is listening to this show, that they need to go sign Dwayne Dedman. Dwayne Dedman is a seven-footer who has NBA experience and can give this team a lift. Because what did we see tonight? You know, Mark Gasol, you know, Gasol only had five points, but he, you know, he had five and four, and he had five assists. Playmaker. They have, you know, they're, the Rockets are just getting out-rebounded. You know, the Lakers had 55 rebounds tonight. The Rockets had 42. That's a plus 13 uh, on, the, uh, on the rebounding board. The Rockets only had 13 turnovers tonight, which was a lot less than last game, and the, the Lakers turned the ball over 20 times. Majority of those came in garbage time when the, Rock- or when the Lakers were already up 25 points. You know, as a, as a fan, as a diehard fan of this Rockets team, they, they just look lost. They look lost offensively. They look lost defensively. And and Silas is going through, he's going to have to go through some growing pains as a coach, learning his rotations, learning, you know, the guys that he has, you know, available to him. And unfortunately he didn't have a, you know, an extended training camp, you know, to get to know these guys. And I feel sorry for coach Silas, but at the end of the day, you're the head coach. You have to figure out a way to win these games. You have to find a way to put wins in the win column because you know, the, the Rockets fan base is going to stick with Silas, but they're going to get frustrated, just like I'm frustrated, you know, doing this show right now. You know, there's not a lot of X's and O's breakdown that I'm going to do after the Rockets just got their ass kicked for the second time in as many games. It, it's unacceptable, the effort level from this team. And shame on James Harden because James Harden just looks disinterested. I know that there's, a, a, you know, videos going around from pregame warm-ups where, you know, he looks a little heavy. Uh, I'm not going to comment on that. I'm not going to, you know, be clickbait for something like that. Um, you know, I don't think there's anything wrong with the, the weight that he's playing at. I just think he's just disinterested in playing basketball right now. I think he looked at the, the team across the court tonight and he said, my guys aren't good enough to compete with that other team. Uh, so, you know, who cares? That, that's, that's what it looks like to me watching the entire suffering, I should say, Rockets fans were not watching this game tonight. They were suffering through this game tonight. And, you know, he just – he doesn't look engaged, I guess is the best word, you know, way to put it. And I, I saw a couple tweets tonight that indicated that, you know, some certain fans missed the old James Harden. The James Harden that, you know, gritted his teeth and said, I'm going to put the team on my back. I'm going to put 50 points you know, on the board, I'm going to do everything humanly possible to get my team to win this game. And that James Harden is simply not on the court right now. I don't know what the reason is. I'm going to assume he wants to be traded, like I stated earlier, but I just don't know. Uh, let's look ahead real quick to the Rockets' uh, next game, uh, which is going to be on the road. Five in the next six games for the Rockets are going to be on the road. I, and maybe it's a good thing to get the Rockets, you know, on the road, away from any distractions that they could potentially have uh, here at home. Uh, the Rockets are going up against the our I-10 rivals, the San Antonio Spurs, who are six and five on the season. Uh, ironically, the the Spurs are only one and three at home uh, on the season. You know, their leading scorer is Demar Derozan, averaging twenty one point two. Uh, re or points per game. I should say he's also their leading assist man at seven assists uh, per game. Look, the the Rockets need to come out on on Thursday when they go to San Antonio and they gotta decide what team they're gonna be. Are they gonna be a team that you know the the rest of the league looks at and says, wow, they, you know they can actually do something in the playoffs. Because that team sure as hell isn't what's you know, being displayed on the court right now, the way the Rockets are playing right now, they're on the the highway to a top five, you know, draft pick in the lottery. I mean, that's, that's the way that they look right now. PJ Tucker, once again, useless. Uh, I mean, he's not doing anything defensively. He's not doing anything offensively. So, you know, guys like him, guys like Harden have to decide what they want to make of this year. If, if general manager Rafael Stone is set on not trading James Harden, then he needs to have a a pretty frank discussion with James and say, dude, you know, if you want to be moved sooner rather than later, whether that's at some point this year, at some point, you know, in the off season, the Rockets are only going to pull a trade off for James Harden. If they're getting a hell of a haul back, the only way you get a hell of a haul back for James Harden is James Harden has to be playing at a very high level, which he's not right now, which would make this fan think that, you know, there's not a great trade offer on the table right now. So Raphael Stone, Steven Silas, I don't, you know, Tillman Fertitta needs to get involved, you know, with James and have a come to Jesus meeting and say, dude, we need more from you. Uh, So that starts on Thursday. You know, the Rockets have to have a really short memory uh, in a season where it's not a typical 82-game schedule. It's only a 72-game schedule. The Rockets have lost two in a row. They have to have a bounce back game on Thursday against the San Antonio Spurs. At 6.30, the game will be on TNT. So make sure to to check out that. And with all of that being said, I think this is a good place to park the rocket ship. Thank you for joining me on tonight's uh, show. This is episode number 99 of Harden My Take. So one episode away from a hundred, I wanted to send a quick thank you to all of our listeners uh, who listen to every single show. You guys are amazing, and and Jeremy and myself and the rest of the team at, at the Dream Shake uh, really do appreciate all of your support and your love and your interaction on social media. Uh, you can make sure to follow Harden My Take on our new Twitter account on or excuse me, follow us on Twitter at Harden My Take. You can also check out. Pardon my takes, mothership, the dream shake on Twitter at Dreamshake SBN. You can also uh, give a like and a follow to at Dreamshake SBN on Facebook. You can follow me on Twitter at UH Digrad hat guy. Make sure to give a follow to my co pilot, Mr. Jeremy Brenner at Jeremy Brenner. That's J E R E M Y B R E N E R. Once again, your unhappy final from inside the Toyota Center tonight the Los Angeles Lakers, 117, the Houston Rockets, 100. We will be back with you uh, on Thursday – or, excuse me, the show will be out Friday morning. Hopefully our Rockets can pick up a win Thursday night in San Antonio against our I-10 rivals, the San Antonio Spurs. And until next time, Rockets fans, go Rockets.
0: Every Monday, our friend Ashley Escada will be curating and hosting these interviews and sharing with us what she's learned.
1: I can't believe the McRib locator was originally a tornado locator. (laughs) Right. Pretty wild.
0: Listen to our solo acts mini series now in the Vergecast feed, anywhere you find
1: podcasts. Hello, I'm Neelai Patel, the editor in chief of The Verge and host of Decoder, a business podcast where I interview CEOs about big ideas A little spoiler for you, if a company is over 100 years old, there's a lot of drama to talk about. It's been a good time. You can listen to the Centennial series right in the Decoder feed. New episodes of Decoder are out on Tuesday, and the Centennial series is out on Thursdays. Check it out. We think you're really going to like it. You can get it wherever you get your podcasts.